Welcome, 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 welcome to the Quadverse, a micro FPV podcast series where we talk all things micro FPV from tiny whoops to toothpicks. Meet the pilots, designers, and companies who are pushing these micro quadcopters to the 250 gram limit or maybe a little beyond. This is your host, Whoop Squad Jax, and this month we welcome Waxless to the Quadverse. Hey, What's up? Thanks What's for up, having man? me, man. Yo, I'm super excited to be here, man. I love your show. Really. I'm excited like, too, man. It's, it's the only drone show I listen to, and I love it. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank I'm you so much. I'm not just saying that because I'm here, but no, for real. I think I've listened to about six episodes so far, and I, I'm looking forward to the next one. It's going to yeah. be great. I'm looking forward to this one. So just oh. to just to be straight up with everyone, this isn't the first time we've talked. We had yeah, a, you got the director's cut already. <laughs> yeah, we had we had a two hour conversation before this, and it made me really excited to record this episode and get to know you and uh, what you're all about even more. Thanks, man. So, so why don't you go ahead and tell us about yourself? That was the dress rehearsal, man. We had I had a lot of energy, and you actually kind of helped me focus and zero in on uh, some of the things worth focusing on. So, mm-hmm. uh, my name's Waxless. That's my artist name. It's my my uh, the ind- Waxless Industries is what I'm calling my house these days because uh, I'm just trying to be industrious. Um, I've, the the name comes from. We'll just start with the basics. The name comes from the word sincere. Uh, which means without wax. Uh, it was like back when they would make marble statues. Uh, if there was, if the sculptor made an error by like chipping it or whatever, they'd fill in the problem with wax and it would look like the marble. So when you buy a statue, you put it outside in the sun for eight hours. It was then considered sincere or without wax, true to its original form, imperfections exposed. So Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to recognize our weaknesses as people and then make the appropriate adjustments or, you know, uh, when we have deficiencies, set up systems that help balance it out. Self-awareness, I think, is key. Mental health is a huge part of what I do. I have a, a radio show called Waxless Radio. Um, you could check it out on wherever you buy podcasts. Uh, <laughs> or, you know, uh, that's been a variety of conversations just based on how do we find ways to live at peace in a chaotic world in our own minds. That's really the mm-hmm. whole theme of it. And it goes everywhere from like cops telling stories to musicians I like to rappers I grew up listening to. So it was cool because I got to connect with a bunch of these people. I really feel like I'm here for a reason and a purpose. And that purpose is just to help people. I, I realized the great power for good FPV can hold, but I also realized that it can go way wrong. And so I don't want people to have to feel as bad as I did when I made all these mistakes along the line. So if, if I can just set out to, to create some sort of guide that helps people make less dumb mistakes that that i made then Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm helping people but i want to come at it with the approach of not making you feel stupid that's just you know some of the greatest teachers my sister was talking about richard Feynman and his physics lectures and how people still reference these uh, talks from the 50s because he taught in such a way that didn't make you feel stupid and so i feel like that that's my calling is to help people but to also care about their mental health as they're receiving the help because we've all had a terrible customer experience a customer service experience where you just felt like oh i am stupid i don't know how to reset my phone or whatever you know that you've gone to best buy or the apple store and you just walk away kind of feeling like oh because of the attitude of the person helping you yeah so that's what i feel like i'm here to do i want to help people and i also want to help you you know maybe dig around in your own brain and figure out if you are getting in your own way that's that's kind of it. That's pretty deep, man. Most people's <laughs> FPV names are either kind of a joke or just a cast off of, <laughs> you know, some other hobby in their life or I don't know what, man, but that's pretty cool. I'm 
I think the yeah, name man. came before the FPV thing. It was just like waxless FPV is this leg of whatever my, you know, whatever's mm-hmm. up going on up there. I always said, if you open the door to my brain, it's like if you open the door to like a barn silo and there's a mm-hmm. hurricane inside it and you just see a ton of stuff spinning past real quick. And then you shut the door real quick. Cause you didn't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, tell us a little bit about how long you've been flying FPV. That's the crazy part, man. It's only been a year, but it feels like a lifetime already. Cause I've just, I've been mainlining it ever since I found it. I was just like, I got to learn what this does. And then I break something. I had to learn what the next thing was. So I've been about a year this spring will be the FPV. Mm-hmm. Uh, but drones, October was kind of like the one year mark, man. I had this, this, I'd always wow. avoided drones for so long. And, uh, I think it was because I didn't want to break it. I knew like, I'm going to lose that. Cause I know my man, I was a skateboarder, a biker, like a BMX biker, but I was never good at anything. And I'd always mm-hmm. break and crash stuff and like snowboarding, like crash all the time. I'm just not, it's just in my nature to send it, but I was never good at sending it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was always like, let's stay away from the expensive cameras that you can crash into trees, you know? Yeah. But then one day I found like a credit on a photo, uh, unique photos, of, like the big shop in Jersey here. And I found a credit I had, and it was a couple hundred bucks. And the DJI Tello, the, I mean, the wise, Tello, whatever it was, it was something, yeah. uh, some joint collaborative effort is a little tiny $89 thing. I was like, they're only 89 bucks. I could lose 90 bucks. That's fine. Let's try it. And, uh, I got this little thing and I started flying it in my yard and I was like, man, this is amazing. The funny thing is when I got that, they were grading my yard. So there was construction equipment parked all over my yard for Mm -hmm. weeks on end. And I knew nothing about how much fun I would have had with the micros now with these, like there's excavators and like all these things, just there's piles of dirt and stuff, man. Talk about like my timing was off by about six months. Uh, And uh, so then I, you know, long story short, Got the got tired of the limitations of the Tello was Wi-Fi. I was like, we need to go farther and higher up because I was all mm-hmm. about the photography aspect. Like I can make a cool video from a new perspective. Uh, video is also something I stayed away from for a long time. I'm a I'm in a career audio engineer. Like my mm-hmm. whole life has been audio. I've been running sound since I was since I went to college at 16. But I thought I was gonna be a rock star too. That was my whole thing. And I realized that there's no money in that. So I went into sound for like the rest of it, you know, freelance audio engineer, do production. So I do that. A couple days, a uh, couple days here and there, and it's pretty sporadic, but it pays the bills. And uh, so I have the other, you know, rest of my time to learn about drones. So that whole year has been spent, like, actually, it's not even a year, it's just been this past, you know, the the later half of this year, really digging in. So mm-hmm. somewhere around the spring, I got a QX7 controller and a, and a Mob 6. And that was like the beginnings of everything. The very first FPV experience, we have to talk about that because that's a good part yeah. of the story. I saw a Radiohead music video where the little it opened up with this fuzzy video, and it was it went under uh, it went under like a uh, a fence, and it went into mm-hmm. this guy's apartment up through the window. I'm like, how is this possible? I've never seen such a thing. I love this so much. Went on Reddit, found some guy. He's like, it was probably one of these little kits. It was the Tiny Whoop uh, Nano Team Black Sheep Tiny Whoop Nano Ready to Fly yeah. kit with the little tiny twenty dollar goggles, you know, and the little white controller. And it was like all, it was a really inexpensive kit. I love what Jesse did with that. It was a brilliant idea, but I had no idea what I was doing. And the first day I got it, I flew it somewhere wild. And then I actually lost the drone and I lost it for like three weeks. 
And I would later find it, it was suctioned up under the couch on the little hairs underneath the bottom, you know? Yeah. It just took off one way, and I was like, man, I didn't know what I was doing. So, <laughs> uh, a lot of dumb mistakes later. Oh, and that tiny whoop nano was the first thing that made me feel terrible. Mm-hmm. I was working on it when it was plugged in, and then I, I saw it. And then the smoke, and I was like, oh, what just happened? I guess it was plugged in. I guess that is live current. I'm just touching and messing around with. And so as we're getting through, you know, building different kinds of things and, and interacting with people, I'm learning that there's so many things that can go wrong. The only way to get a handle on this is to establish the, the PFC, right? The pre-flight checklist. But it mm-hmm. needs to have a handful of things that you put in categories where you say, okay, this is an absolute must. And then there's like a... Uh, we could decide whether or not we want to, you know, cancel based on this one, but just keep in mind that you had to check that box off saying, I'm going to ignore this rule that I usually follow. And then if anything goes wrong, you at least can say, I knew I shouldn't have done that. And it's, it's the, I think it's the shock that happens when you lose something or break something because you're so the first time it happens, right? You're Mm -hmm. so unaware of the deep loss and pain you can feel immediately when it goes way wrong when you're having a blast and you see something get too close and all of a sudden your goggles are static and you're like what just happened and then it sinks in like a second later or five minutes later or three hours later when you're driving home Mm -hmm. because it doesn't hit until then but you got to realize that this you've put so much emotional investment into this that when it goes wrong are you ready for that loss because mm-hmm. that is the main thing that helps motivate good decision making. I have to ask myself, is the shot I could possibly get worth not getting the shot at all and losing my favorite drone over? Because if we look at these checklists, we know that I ignored the one that says, can I get it back if it goes down? That mm-hmm. was number one. <laughs> that was the one that Bot Grinder told me and I ignored. And that's why I don't have my Fox Whip anymore. Because I tried to keep up with them on 3S. You always got to fly 6S with Bot Grinder. That's the number one rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but when you have a series of categories that you say, okay, check the area for threats, physical, animal, human, right? So mm-hmm. you see a cool gap on the top of that tower at the abandoned mini mall and you go to fly your brand new Beta 75X with the crazy 2S on it and it's the most powerful whoop you ever had and it's wild. And all of a sudden it's stuck in a bird net that you didn't see in that gap. So <laughs> then you're getting the piece of piping that was flying the banners in front of the pizza place to get it out of the nets. Mm-hmm. But I've been asking a lot of people, what did you wish you knew sooner? Like I've been going around and I'll like DM everybody, man. I'm DMing like Andy Shen and like people I'll never hear back from, but I'm at least trying. Like, hey, what yeah. was the... <laughs> um, but a couple of people wrote back and they said, buy good stuff early. That is mm-hmm. uh, part of my you know, what I'm going to be launching into with the videos is a teaching series and teaching sounds. I don't even like the word teaching, maybe, uh, I don't know, training tutorial. I like how you call it the help desk. I, that's yeah. That's kind of where we help, landed. So help desk, help desk videos. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I hope that's videos. Oh, dude, thanks. Just fix that mm-hmm. one for me. Thank you. <laughs> Trademark jacks, uh, help desk videos. So we're going to do a series of help desk videos that will just explain stuff from like the beginning levels because there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff out there that is like well you know when you program the sdm 32 with the proper cli commands and people are like oh what it's like yeah it's not that scary it's just you know 
the thing in the middle of the drone and you type a few words in and hit save. Like, it's okay. So FPV Help Desk is a, an idea that I'm hoping to foster, but I just want to make... I love what Oscar Liang did, man. I love how he wrote out everything. He has a beginner guide on his website. I'm not trying to compete with anybody. I'm just trying to do my style, man. Mm-hmm. I love music. Uh, I've been doing music for a long time. And somebody once said to me, the world doesn't even know about the music that's inside you that hasn't come out yet. And I'm like, that's a pretty cool way to look at it. Like everybody has their own music that's inside of them. That's going to come out one way or another. You know, it could not be actual music. It could be drums, it could be whatever. But I think for people who are listening, I want to encourage you to just be, uh, be yourself. Don't look at other people and say, I want to be him because drones are an expression, man. It's a way, the way that you fly is an extension of who you are. Like Mm -hmm. when you see a spot, the way that you approach it, it's who you are and you're displaying that and you're expressing yourself. Some people fly for themselves just for the feeling of flying. Other people fly because they want to impress other people. Uh, it's funny because I was about to say because they want to impress girls, but girls aren't watching drone videos. I don't think so. I mean, that's super genderist or whatever you want to call it these days. I know, but I'm saying like the things that women are usually interested in, if a guy is trying to impress a female because he wants to pursue a relationship with her, he probably shouldn't use a drone video. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Unless you're um, Andy Escapes, FPV. Yeah. Have you ever seen that guy? Right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah. I'm, it, people are going to be mad now. They're like, I'm a girl. I think FPV. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that your average female is probably not going to be excited to watch video. Your average well, person is not going to be excited to watch drone yeah. video. I learned that with my uh, DJI stuff when I was first doing the spark. I was like, look at this sunset. For 40 seconds, it moves a little bit. Yeah. And nobody wanted to see that. And then even when my videos got cooler, still nobody wanted to see that. So... Did you see the, um, did you see the little trend on Instagram? I think where people posted their analytics after Mr. Steele, it was 99% male (sighs) viewership. Sorry, 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 ladies. So I I would love to see more girls get into it. That would be super cool because you know what? Uh, here's actually a good, uh, a good, like kind of redemption of all the people who just got mad right now. Mm -hmm. I'm a part of a group of people who makes decisions for a little church. Right. But we decided that we needed a woman's perspective in it when we first were forming. Cause we're like, guys, we sit here and talk about how things are going to go down. But like, we really need a woman's perspective in the mix because who knows what, what's going on. And that woman that we added to, it was like a group of three people on this. We added a fourth and it was a girl. So, but her perspective in the mix has been so valuable. And she points out stuff that we don't see all the time. And we're like, thank you. This is so appropriate and valuable. So I'm interested to get more women in the mix because we need their opinion on what problems all these dudes are not solving right now. that's right because my wife looks at stuff differently and she points out stuff to me all the time and i'm like wow thank you for your opinion on that or your perspective on that because now i can see it in a healthier way because i realize that other people see things differently than i do one of the big things uh in my yes okay i've landed us in a a good healthy uh, spot where we can talk about the things that i was excited about Mm -hmm. last time there's a process for every beginner there's a process and it starts with learning and then you buy, and then you build, and then you do stuff, and then you're done. So there's five phases of what I've identified so far, right? Yeah. But part of that, in the learning aspect of it, if you have a significant other, get them involved with you. You want them on your team. You don't want this to be something that you run away from them, and then they resent it with. Like, mm-hmm. if you have a fight, don't run to your drones. Because although it might be good for you, in that moment, it's not good for how you're significant other sees the drones Mm -mm. and they will associate that with negativity towards you you don't want that trust me plus your significant other will suggest things that you didn't think about 
I was talking about with my wife the other day. I was like, I really want to go fly this junkyard. And she's like, is that a great idea? Because if it goes down, you'll never find it. And I was like, oh, you're so right. That is not a good idea because if you lose signal and you don't see where it went down, you're not never going to find that thing. If you cut mm-hmm. the battery lead when you crash, like you got to think about absolutely everything could go wrong when you crash. Like you're not going to find it because you have a beeper on your drone if the battery is disconnected. I mean, there's those ones that are battery powered, but whatever. Yeah. You got most people don't have a battery powered beeper on their drone. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that has its own battery. Like if you crash and you didn't solder that main lead on with enough heat, like that's the other thing that I wish somebody would have told me that the, the the ground on the flight controller when you're soldering the ground pad of any sort takes way longer to heat up to get that solder to flow because it's connected to every other part of the circuit board mm-hmm. and it's so much more metal at once. So that takes a lot longer. You can sit there for a long time thinking you're crazy because you're not getting any solder to flow. So it's just the ground. It takes a long time. Be patient. Don't ever use physical force. Like these, these are the little things I wish people told me along the line. So I'm going to try mm-hmm. to work these into a series of videos like that'll be in the building section. We'll talk about soldering for a while. Being yourself is what I wanted to call it back to. When you're learning, when you're in phase one, don't pick something just because everyone said that was the one to pick. Yeah. Like a lot of people out there, what's the first radio you think you need? Mm, the um, TX-16. Right? There it is. Yeah. And and then what happens when you get that radio? You can't figure out any of the switches. Um, you can't you can't navigate the menu. Did um, you know it was going to be that big? And yeah, and you didn't know it was going to be the size of an encyclopedia. <laughs> the size of a MacBook Pro. Yeah, It's basically. ridiculous. <laughs> the thing is huge. Yeah, you said yeah. encyclopedia? Yeah. yeah. Like, like M. Or one of the fat ones. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> that was an age-related joke, man. I had Encyclopedia mm-hmm. Britannica's, man. And we moved a lot as a kid, too. So I had to move those stupid books everywhere, man. I hated those things. Mm-hmm. Triggered by the Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia Brown, though, he's cool, man. He gets yeah. ass. <laughs> so in the learning phase, don't base your opinions on what everyone else says. Mm-hmm. So one of the first videos we'll do is a controller video and i'm going to try to get a, a whole bunch of them in the, in the area at least to hold them and show them like in my hands at least but i really think that the first thing people should do is go find someone or try to get on a message board I mean, if you're already in one of these a message board get on irc and hit mm-hmm. fire up aol instant messenger and find yourself a local <laughs> i know what you're but, saying man get into some of these one, facebook groups or find somebody around yeah. you and just meet up and say hey i want to just hold a controller so i know which one to buy because mm-hmm. I would have bought the Zorro first. I wouldn't have bought the QX7. The Zorro yeah. is... But again, the Zorro, typically not good for pinchers, but I'm a hybrid pincher and I love the Zorro. So none of those mm-hmm. things go with the public's opinion. I wouldn't have got there with Facebook questions. Yeah. So that's something that I really want to help people kind of like lean towards themselves and what they feel. Find out what you like. Don't mm-hmm. just put Mr. Steele's rates in because they're going to be wild. Yeah, I tried like that. Didn't flies. work. Mm. How did it go? <laughs> Terrible, man. Terrible. Um, did you, you know, break anything? No, but I only I, I brought the quad straight back, went inside, reset my <laughs> rates, and I was like, okay, I'm not Mr. Steel. It was it was insane. I just can't even believe that, like he flies that smoothly and precisely with those rates. It's amazing. Um, I mean, it's why you, he is. Did Mr. you know Steel. you can you can change your rates in the goggles on the field? Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've, I've heard of that, but that. I don't know how to. It's pretty easy. It's pretty easy. Yeah. I'm gonna show you how. 
I'm gonna make a little quick little video for you and show you how later. Cool. It's so easy. But I've done that too, where I like did some changes on the computer. I'm like, whoa. And then I went back in and dialed it back down in my little with the little stick commands. It's it's yeah. Uh, once you get the feel for the invent in navy. Okay, so that's that's a good uh that's another good starting video I'm gonna start with. It's mm-hmm. like you made a change. Oh no, we gotta fix it and we don't wanna we don't wanna go back to the computer right now. Mm-hmm. You can do like, I don't know, in my limited experience, again, I have not I'm not all knowing of anything. I just, for what I've experienced so far, you can access a good amount of the stuff, but it also depends what firmware you're running. Like I have a couple little whoops that are on 4.1 or Mm 4.2 and like they can't do half the stuff that the new (laughs) new ones can in the on-flight menu or uh, yeah, OSD. Yeah. So in the buying phase though, try stuff and then return it to Amazon. Like if you can get a controller through Amazon, do that because you can control it. I mean, you can you can control. It. Yeah, you can, you re- can return it. Return it if you don't like it. That's the that's like the Guitar Center rental policy, right? Mm-hmm. You got a gig and you need an amp. <laughs> don't do that. It's terrible. We never did that. Revealing too much. Um, what else? The <clears throat> the building process. The and even if you're gonna just buy a a bind and fly or whatever, you know, keeping track of what the stuff does, I think it's helpful. So I'm going to design the FPV help desk website so that you can go there, mess around on the website and hopefully have a better understanding of what it is, the, the, how they work and what mm-hmm. they do. But I'm also going to design the website so that you have to type in, uh, get VTX save and then hit enter. And then that's going to take you to the part where, uh, the VTX stuff lives everything about video transmitters, you know, hopefully helpful little videos and stuff. I'm going to have like a little guide there on the site too. It's not going to be that hard, but I want people mm-hmm. to kind of get in the idea that like we're, we're, we're typing in things, we're hitting save. That's actually making changes to what the little computer is doing. Yeah. And maybe I'm getting myself into trouble, like basing it on code and the, the CLI side of things. Cause you can change stuff in there that could get you into trouble, but Betaflight's pretty good at not letting you do things that won't work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to I want to teach, but I want to teach in a way that is empowering. And I, I think that coming at it from like a creative aspect, like what are you going to create with the stuff that you learn? And yeah. what are you going to give back to the world with your art? Like this is not just about making ourselves feel awesome. Like a lot of it is, a lot of motivation is mm-hmm. because like this has the power to give you, you know, help with addiction, help with fighting depression because it's such a burst of good feeling when you fly, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I think I kind of came at it with flying for other people in the first place, though. Like, all my flights, I want to be able to show other people. And I learned that pretty quickly. Like, a lot of people get motion sickness. And they don't like what I'm thinking is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, but I got to shout out. The first guy who ever inspired me was uh, Finky, right? Yeah. With, the, with the, the way that he approaches buildings, man. It just spoke to me. I was like, yo... What was that That one island that's only accessible at low tide yeah, it's by Mont, car? Mont Saint-Michel. Yeah, you know how to say it. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was yeah. an amazing, that was an amazing piece of FPV art. I was blown away when I saw that. Gorgeous. It seemed unreal. It seemed unreal when he went from way high up and then down into the tunnel. I'm like, that's not possible. But now yeah. I know it is. And I'm like, that's even more impressive that he hit it that cleanly too. Like, oh, that's, that's good. Man. Yeah. A masterpiece. Absolute masterpiece. I, Something I wish people knew, uh, like, or I, I'm, I'm sorry, something I wish people told me earlier mm-hmm. was that I probably shouldn't have flown in DC downtown, like just on the strip, 
like I found this cool space between two buildings. These guys are doing a video shoot. And I was like, oh, I could fly here. And I'm just like ripping around doing some cool stuff. And then like I ripped down one and a cop car's come the other way. I like duck into an alley. I'm like, this isn't a good feeling. And then later no. I find out it's like a total no fly zone all over oh, the yeah. place. So yeah, just don't do that, guys. Don't. <laughs> you can edit that part out if it's going to incriminate me. You would have ended up, no, man, you would have ended up uh, in Homeland Security detention. <laughs> it was like, oh, no, it didn't work. I used to have a button called podcast that I would hit mm-hmm. every time and it would just say podcast. And it would be like the edit point that I remember to go back and like cut that part out. <laughs> I'm incriminating myself too much on this one. I almost flew in DC one time. I was like uh, under some trees, had a tiny whoop in a backpack, and I was really thinking about flying on the, on the mall. You know, like between, oh. the, between the Capitol and the Washington Monument. And I was like, you know, let's do a quick rip, you know, do an, just fly up high, do a quick, you know, spin around and then land. Yeah. But um, ha- having but then, lived in D.C. for a few years myself, I knew there's so many um, like undercover police and the Capitol Hill police. They just they wear like civilian clothes and they just walk around all day looking for stuff like that. Yeah. And, and, and the chance and the thing is, like, that is something you could apply the pre-flight checklist to. Exactly. Is it worth it? Yeah. Is it worth it? Is a real big aspect of what I want to help people think about. Is you, it worth it? Do you have it? it all written down yet? The pre-flight checklist? No, they're all kind of floating around. Yeah. And what did we talk about last time that you remembered? It was the the physical objects, the, yeah. the the threats really. Animal threats are a big deal. Look for birds up on yeah. perches, like big birds. But not not big bird. But he he's probably not a threat. Yeah. I I like <laughs> the is it worth it? Is it worth the shot? Is it worth it? Yeah. Uh, can you get it back if you are a fan of First Guy and it just dis- decides to fall out of the sky for no good reason? Will you get your drone back? Yeah. Meaning, don't go on a roof you don't have access to. Uh, water is a big... I'm still trying to get over my fear of water, man. But I was at a pool, uh, at a hotel that had a pool, and then the architecture inside was like, I gotta fly in here. But I was like, all right, I've just put it aside that I could possibly lose this drone, and that'll help it hurt less if yeah. it goes in the water. And so I just put that away, and I was like, I was flying around. Every time I'd hit something, it'd spin to the floor. It felt like it was forever, and it's just it was a whole trip. But I got a little bit over my fear of water that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll tell you, the, I had such a great experience the other day. I went to a airsoft range that um, it just has the coolest layout. It used to be a skate park, and I used to skateboard terribly there. So mm-hmm. going back with a tiny whip and being able to shred is like my I, I feel I feel vindicated. It's your redemption, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the guy who runs the place is like building a, an airsoft gun. And I walked in and I'm like, man, and this is something I want to help inspire people to do too. Like you will probably get a yes more often than you expect. If you are polite and act like you're actually interested in what the people are doing there. Now I genuinely was interested in what the guy was doing there, but you know, sometimes I've just tried to be a little friendly to get on their good side first. And then they let me fly because I explained things properly after I've already said like, Hey, I'm, I'm interested in what you're doing. I like your place. Do you mind if I showcase it with my little, you know, not dangerous ping pong ball. Mm-hmm. And if you phrase everything the right way, you'll probably get a yes. I was in a sandwich shop the other day and the guy was having a busy day and he was like, uh, like the one guy there, the other person wasn't there. So he was having a hectic day. And I was like, Hey man, like, I fly these silly little remote control like flying things. Uh, do you mind if I just like rip around under the chairs down here while you're like doing your thing? And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, whatever. That's fine. So then I like do it a little bit and then I ease him into it. And then I'm like, dude, this is really cool. Do you mind if I like go over and behind, like maybe like try to see you from like where you're working there. It's like, I got him to let me go behind the deli counter and like zip around him and stuff. And it was just such a cool experience, but it all 
was organic. When mm-hmm. you're finessing these situations of trying to get to fly in a cool place, you just got to be kind and you got to not be about your agenda. Don't like walking the road, hey, can I fly? Like, no, you can't because you're <laughs> pompous. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but if you just approach it like, I have a cool thing, I'd like to share it with you. Maybe it could be beneficial to you too. So if you can make your flights cool enough to give back to that local business as something like you can establish really cool relationships all around town in cool places. I have a brewery that's waiting for me to come in and do the thing around there. I just don't trust myself around like open stuff yet. I don't know. <laughs> there's like, beer. there's open, like, yeah, there's open tops and I'm going to want to go over them. And so, uh-huh. um, uh, the actually, now that I think about it, I don't know if there actually are any open things there. I just assumed there were, but I don't know that for a fact. See, know what you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely. Another, Go through the checklist actually, before you fly That's there. on the checklist. Know what you don't know. Yeah, that yeah. One, we wrote that one together, man. That was all. Cool. All right. <laughs> know what you don't know. Um, and that actually, that just applies to all of life. <laughs> like, don't mm-hmm. go out. There is a degree of where you can fake it till you make it. FPV is not that place Mm-mm. to do it. <laughs> uh, and especially if you're flying with other people, do not try to show how much you know. They don't care, and they'll be way more impressed if you ask a question about something that you're deficient in, and they mm-hmm. would love to teach you because somebody taught them. Nobody is just a lone ranger amazing at everything, and if you're out here trying to explain how knowledgeable you are about this, you're already you're you're already stunting your own growth in that moment where you mm-hmm. could be taking advantage of a situation where somebody who knows more than you could share some of their knowledge and you'll be more equipped after that or you could try to look cool and mm-hmm. chances are you're not going to do either of those things you're not going to learn anything and you're not going to look cool so <laughs> my friend said uh the other day i'm like writing down all these like quotes that that stick out to me in my conversations lately and one i wrote down the other day was uh you're going to be faced with the choice of being wrong or looking like a jerk. So there might be a situation where you know you're right, but you're going to look like a jerk to display that. So you mm-hmm. could just choose to be wrong and let the peace continue. Or you could like, hey, wait a minute. I know we we're having a good conversation, but I just want to ruin it by pointing out that I'm right and you're wrong. So I just wanted to establish that. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Never Who argue with the that? security guards where you're flying. They're always right. <laughs> Maybe go no, to the other side of the building. <laughs> and if and if the police are there, like you probably don't want to try to tell them about oh. the laws that you know better than them because they'll find laws that they do know better than you yeah. in which they can arrest you with. Just yeah. don't tangle with the law. It's just never going to go well. That's why I always see these people like, well, I know my rights. I was like, but your rights don't apply when these people don't choose to follow their code of ethics. So mm. let's just keep it safe, guys. Don't be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to encourage everyone. Don't be stupid. If you see something that somebody did that was real cool, think about why it was real cool to you. Was it cool because they're bucking the system and they're flying somewhere they shouldn't be? Or was it because it was a creative shot? Now, which of those two is inspiring you to go fly? Because mm-hmm. you might want to examine your problem with authority if drones are the outlet for which you choose to as- display, you're not submitting to their authority, right? That's mm-hmm. probably not a healthy motivator for what you're doing. No. Um, yeah, so just stay out of trouble, make good choices, and, you know, let us know how it goes. <laughs> Uh, just know your emotions and where you're coming from and know mm. why and where and make good choices where you're flying. But it's really the, it's the intentionality. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard somebody say, what's the difference between DJI and FPV? And they're like, 
low risk, low reward, high risk, high reward. And that's a really great way to put it. Like FPV is high risk. But if you can find a way to do it, say, that's why I'm landing in the microwave, micro microwave, <laughs> microverse, because there is such a, a safety element. There's there, you lower the potential of things going way wrong. And the worst yeah. that can happen is you lose a hundred dollar drone, like, or however much it costs. I don't know. Yeah. That's <laughs> how right. I think of micros. I think of them as at least it's a hundred dollar bill flying around. Uh, a one-way whoop is, is a $100 whoop, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the, the song that Jesse and them... Shout out to Jesse and everything he's brought to this place, man. Like, he brings... You said mm-hmm. in the in the dress rehearsal, man, you said that he has uh, really... It's really a top-down inspiration where his positivity has inspired a whole world, a whole community, man. And yeah. I love how he's like flying around the world, meeting people that are inspired by what he did. I got to talk to him on the phone briefly about some, some design stuff. And it was just so obvious what a great dude he is. Like he so started, what you're doing, he started Jesse. something amazing, man. It's just and, and, but amazing the follow through the fact that he would talk to me on the phone really mm-hmm. spoke to me about what a great dude he is and how great of a heart there is behind it. Yeah. So I think, we got to keep this going. We got to keep this team positivity thing going. We got to represent the craft. Well, um, we got to be out there being ambassadors of like, not jerks. Like, yeah. you know, and also like people who are into tech in general, have a, a stigma, right? Mm-hmm. Like they have a, I'm smarter than you stigma. So like we're, we're friendly tech guys. Let's, let's represent that. Well, I mean, we can be, like I Absolutely. said, a jerk, just, just play, play nice. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. You ready? I blew with, Oh. oh yeah, yeah. Let's do twenty questions. I just want yeah. to say the one thing that happened yesterday that was so cool. Speaking of oh, positivity, yeah, yeah. is that um, I flew at the airsoft place and um, talking with the guy as he's designing a gun. I was like, "There has to be a way I can help you." And we found out that like he wants to, z- to design a custom circuit board with a MOSFET for like the triggers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning how to code. I'm learning how to design circuits right now. So my stuff that I'm working on in FPV went hand in hand with his stuff. And so now we're going to work together to develop something for him and also. Now I don't feel as bad going there and showing up and flying whenever I want because he was so nice to me to let me do that before. Yeah. And I was like, I have to get back somehow. So then I went and flew and the guy who does their cleaning, like he was in there hanging out, watching what I was doing. And he was the hype man. I have to send you the Instagram link, man. Like it was like, it was like, you don't have to watch the whole thing. Just skip around. But there's like 20 minutes of this guy just being like, whoa, you went under the thing. Oh, that's so cool. And he was just going off and hyping me up for every cool little gap. I hit every single one. This dude was cheering me on. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is fun. I got a cheerleader. And he was so impressed. Never seen anything like it. So if you're kind to people, it brings it brings fulfillment and joy back to you. At one point, I was just like cheesing while he was saying stuff. And I'm flying around I'm like, yeah, I love it too, man. And he's like, directing mm-hmm. me, go outside and this and that. Like he, And he knows the building. So he was telling me all the cool places I could fly around and things. So make friends yeah. not you know enemies <laughs> yeah my ultimate hype man is uh it's got to be there's a couple you know shout out fpv vegan man i yeah. love what he's doing but my uh, yeah I, I always want to shout people out man that's that's just my thing man. i'm trying yeah. to bring everybody with me wherever we're going let's all go together man my number one hype man has got to be drone archy man that guy has nothing but positive yes. things to say he makes everybody oh, feel like a champion you have a show with him yeah Okay, I gotta go listen to that one because I yeah. feel like I saw the name, yeah. And I just seen a couple comments with him lately, so I'm gonna go listen to that one yeah. next. All right. Well, That's speaking awesome. of yeah, speaking of that, let's uh let's hit these twenty questions. We're coming up on yeah. our t- we're coming up on our time, but we uh, we, hey, have we did time. a lot better this time. Did we cover yeah. everything you wanted to? I think yeah, we did. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Go listen to go listen to my podcast if you want to hear me talk more nonsense about my brain and yours too, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's good, man. It's, it's, it's thank you for that. It's a good you, wine. That was unsolicited, man. I wasn't like, I'll be on your show if you plug my podcast. No, no. I'm not that guy, man. I'm not trying to be anything special. I'm not trying to get famous, man. But I do want to, like, I want other people to feel special. That's all I want. Yeah. Word, man. All right. You ready for these 20 questions? Let's do it. We're going to have to hit it pretty hard and fast. This portion of the monthly Quadverse is brought to you by Brain3D. Go check them out at Brain3D.co. They specialize in 3D printed parts. The primary focus for over five years has been the FPV community, but they also do commercial printing jobs. So if you need anything printed or designed for prototyping or production, feel free to contact them. Brain3D.co at gmail.com or via their Facebook messenger. Thank you, Brain3D for sponsoring the monthly giveaway on the Quadverse. All right. Hard and fast. That's how I like it. Bind and fly or custom build? Uh, both. Okay. I think that the, the Cinelog 25 has its place because if you break it, yeah. you just go buy a new one. You know what it's going to do. True. But don't put the Evan rushes on them, man. Put some smoother props on that thing. Yeah, those are gnarly. Okay. Go ahead. So for Tiny Woot props, do you like two, three, or four blades? I'm liking the twos for uh, my floaty joints. I like yeah. floating around the twos, but I think threes are where it's at for a balance of weight and power. Yeah. Okay. Um, best lipos for you right now? Love the wee bleeds. Got to shout out the homies, man. Mm-hmm. They're not that far off. They're up in New York, right? Yeah. 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 Upstate New wee York. bleed 450s. I got the 450s with the BT 2.0. I got to order some more, man, because I just got a bunch of those 1S frames with the, the Mod yeah. 7 1S. I think that's the winner, man. Okay. Best after flying fast food joint. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, God made the chicken, so he knows what he's doing with it. You know? Yep. <laughs> My pleasure. You're f- My pleasure. <laughs> so, I went to Popeye's and they tried to say my pleasure. I was like, hey, hey, you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so your favorite Dude, social media no platform. I like Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um I had a TikTok for just like the really awkward workbench videos. They're mm-hmm. like, hey, here's me fixing this and we're going to try to see if this works. And then there's no follow-up because it didn't work. Mm-hmm. But you can find my FPV foosball video on TikTok. If you go to Waxless FPV's TikTok, there's a really entertaining, at least you don't have to try it if you watch that video because you'll see from that video, it's just a bad idea. <laughs> okay. So music or no music while you're flying? I'm going to try music. I've never tried it before. Mm-hmm. I think I should try it. But I like to listen to my motors, so I, I don't know. I can't. I don't usually fly far enough away to not hear my motors. But this one time, I was flying the five inch, and it was so far away that when I pulled back on the throttle, I didn't hear the change, and I got really scared, thinking it was just going to send to the yeah. moon. But then a split second later, it dropped. I was like, "Oh, it's just because sound takes that long." That would freak me out too. I'm I'm no music for that exact reason. Okay. But again, I made good choices on where I chose to go fly my five inch, and it was mm-hmm. a giant construction site with nothing anywhere. Okay, and like I'm talking for miles, so I felt okay about like where I was gonna, you know, see, make good choices. It's fun That's to come stuff. back and put the music to the flying when you're done, and when it lines up, yeah. But I did do, I did a little comedy overdub of a video. I thought the guy's thing was funny. I just put that over it, and that got really good, like feedback all i ever want is comments i don't care about likes man mm-hmm. if you guys are out there and you ever see any of my stuff and you think it was all right like hit me with a comment man that's i just want to talk that's cool <laughs> hit me up waxless whoops at gmail we got to talk about waxless whoops too yeah i will come back to that at the end that'll be my sign off all right speaking of speaking of uh like talking back and forth do you like flying solo or flying with a crew i've only flown with one person ever it was my dji homie 
and mm-hmm. analog and DJI have to learn how to play nice together. Do that before you, you know, learn, read up on that before you go fly with your DJI friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love flying with them. I just don't get to enough. So okay. I like flying with friends. It's a lot of fun. All right. A pilot we should all be following on Instagram. Yeah. New killer to FPV. Yeah. My man, Artie. He is so good. I just love the way he flies. I love what he's doing. I love watching it. Also, Jimmy Wareham, man. He's on, is he even on Instagram? I don't think he's on Instagram. Yeah, he is. Duct tape. Is he? Thank you. Duct tape. Yeah. You got to follow Jimmy. He's amazing. He, I love what he's been doing. He just did the sickest mod on a um, session five. He put yeah. one of those little Maytech, um, yep. like voltage. A BEC right? on it. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And he powers the the session off of, I think, a 4S or whatever he's flying. He's he's running the the balance lead off his battery to power his yes. GoPro session now. But he took it all apart and he soldered it in himself and then put it all back so together. So clean, too. It was the putting it back together that I was impressed with. I was like, yeah. yo, that's awesome. When he pressed the power button and it came on, I was like, you're the man. We all cheered. It was awesome. Everybody's, My guy. Everybody's buying yeah. broken session fives right now because of that man. They're just like Dude, stocking up. What a great idea. All right. He's Jersey folk too, man. I got to get down there and hang out with him. But I'm North Jersey. It's a whole different world. Well, you better be ready to fly over water, man, because he's 90% over the water. <laughs> That's why we don't hang out. All right. Your favorite online FPV shops? Uh, we bleed, of course. Mm-hmm. Trying to get a sponsorship, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pyro, Race Day. Love race day, actually. They're probably my most when I see that red strip in the mailbox, man. That's a good, that's a good yeah. feeling. Uh so I'd have to say we bleed and race day, pyro, and of course, tiny whoop is just you know, I didn't even mention them first because it's kind of a given. Like tiny whoop is the end all be all for all the things that you're gonna want. So yeah. you know, shouts out. They so, have the coolest uh, stuff. I would stay away from things like ordering directly from the manufacturer because you might think that that little part that you can only find on GetBarC's website is going to solve your problems. But when it gets there 40 days later, literally 40 days later, yeah. you'll be like, I forgot why I even needed this because I bought a new drone since then. Yeah, you've <laughs> moved on. I agree with you, man. That is sketchy. So stay away from the manufacturers. Stay away from things like AliExpress, Alibaba, all that stuff because you're just uh, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Mm-hmm. Trust the, the U.S. If you're in the U.S., trust the U.S. places. If you're in the U.K., like trust the U.K. places. Uh, yeah. It's worth a couple days wait. But if I you think can get so. it on Amazon, that's cool because you can always return it. But I have found a lot of stuff from Amazon that showed up that was something that somebody else returned and didn't go through QC. And I'm like, this is broken and missing half the pieces. Yeah. So that was interesting. I hate that. All right. So what's your favorite season to fly micros? All the seasons. Cool. All the time. I do it indoors a little bit more at this time, but yeah. I'm loving them. It's not like a whoop season winter thing for me. It's, yeah. it's all the time. Me too. So uh, always bring them one with me, man. Always bring one with yeah. me wherever I go. You Absolutely. Coffee or energy drinks? All coffee now, man. All okay. coffee now. I used to drink a lot of energy drinks over the years, and my body revolted, so it's coffee. But yeah. we got the espresso machine now, so it's like, should I have three in a day? Is that okay? And then uh, next next month, it's going to be like, is five a problem? And then I'm just going to be like, under the, like, like the guy with the slushy machine, just underneath the thing. <laughs> You and the airsoft guy are gonna um you're gonna engineer like an IV feed coffee machine. <laughs> Just sit there. The hard forces combined, yeah. All right. So um, terrible idea. Uh who do you think is was that all was all the questions? Oh no, sorry. No, man. No, we're halfway through. Who do you think is okay. one of the hottest up and coming micro FPV pilots? Micro FPV pilots. See, I mm-hmm. answered this question wrong in dress rehearsal, so I'm glad we're doing it again. Mm-hmm. Um it's so hard. I like what White Fox is doing. Yeah. Right? 
He's he's pretty nasty. Um, I really like the. There's this. Oh, I can't remember his name, and that's a problem. He has like these planets around his posts. I wonder if I could just scroll and find. Oh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, back to that. he used to I'm be mad caterpillar, right now. but now he's yes. a dude with drone. Thank you. That's him. Yeah, that's him. Dude with drone, man. Shout out. And not only he's because awesome. he flies awesome. Yeah, but he also likes my post every once in a while. So <laughs> yeah, he's a true. Go back yeah, when I said about not liking. Yeah, like, he's like, a true drone, man. He's so cool. Dude with drone. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then I was watching the, uh, FP, the FP, the tiny web stuff. And one of the pilots was really impressing me. Was it, I think it was Rab. Oh Rab. yeah. There was another three letter guy though. That was just like, Whoa, I've never seen anybody do that. Kind of huh. stuff. So, uh, I'll, I didn't do my homework on this section. Sorry. Next question. No, man. These are just off the top of your head. <laughs> it's okay, man. I'm sure whoever that is, will get shouted out by another person. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> very soon. All right. Um, who's your closest real life? Dromi. Okay, so I got to shout out Brian Jones, man. He was the guy who first showed up at my house with a box full of quads. And like we only knew each other from the internet. And he yeah. showed up and brought this stuff. And we spent a Saturday flying all kinds of different ones. And he got me like... He, just, he also is the man who would answer every question I ever had. Mm-hmm. And we just connected through... It wasn't even through one of the groups. It was through like a Facebook marketplace that I was like saw that he commented on it. A, oh, a, yeah. A sale. Mm-hmm. It was like not even through, and then I introduced him to beginner to FPV and he's been helping a lot of people in that shout out Joseph Tahari and all them at, at beginner to FPV, man. If you are hearing this, and you're not a member of that group. It's a great place for just asking questions that you, you know, might feel like embarrassed to ask and people will always jump in and be, there'll be some idiots, but I think another big important part of the done phase of what I'm going to do in my beginner's guide is when you take your content, when you post it, I'm going to have a whole section on don't let what somebody said online ruin your day. Because it's just not worth it. Mm -hmm. And you were having a just fine day before you saw that comment. Pretend like you never saw it. And get back to that place of mental peace where, you know, something somebody said is not killing you. Yeah. Because it doesn't 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 deserve that kind of power in your life. Mm -hmm. All right. So what's the most... What's the most frustrating (laughs) part of FPV? I think we talked a lot about all of it, uh, but I think that it's when something goes wrong that you didn't know could go wrong. That is the most frustrating part. When something happens that you did not even know was possible. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Okay. So the most thrilling part of FPV. Flying. Top five most requested superpowers, man. Yeah. (laughs) It's flying. Absolutely. Just the feeling of being able to fly is amazing. All right, favorite um, FPV YouTube channel? Finky. Yeah, yeah, just love what... I'll just go back and watch them over and over again. The snowmobiling one, this, <laughs> yeah. the the fencing one. Like, it's just so cool. I could watch his stuff for days. Yeah. Other people I get kind of tired of. Him, I could still go back and watch and just be like, I, man, he's I, good. I watch him over and over again. And then uh, his buddy, Jay True, and then yep. Johnny FPV, I've probably rewatched. Oh, yes. Johnny FPV is really good. <sighs> Brendan FPV is really good, too. Yeah, yeah. I got, and I love his hustle, too, man. The, the worry-free FPV kits he sells is yeah. a brilliant, brilliant strategy. Yeah. Brilliant business idea. Any of those cinematic dudes that go to Cappadocia, that go to Turkey, 
Yep. And, oh my gosh. I love, I don't know why, but I get stuck watching those videos a lot. Fast. I really love Nurk too. I got to, yeah. I got to shout him out because his approach is actually my favorite of all the personalities. He's super humble and super soft spoken in a great way. Like he's, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's soft spoken. That might not be the right word, but he is uh, enjoyable to listen to. When yeah. I was watching this guy work on this gun yesterday, he was explaining stuff to me and like he explained it in such a good way that I absorbed everything he said. And I was like, dude, mm-hmm. I hope you know, like I, I got it. Like what you did right there was really good teaching. He shows me another video of some guy explaining. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to listen to him. I want to listen to you. You're much better at teaching and, you know, being passionate about what you know. Mm-hmm. So when you're yourself, the things that you're good at, the things that you're passionate about come out and they show and they inspire and empower others. Yeah. It's a great catalyst based thing. And that's what I'm all about. Inspiring and empowering others, just not being a Well, jerk. that's how you get more views on YouTube also, I guess, then, because those guys, have <laughs> Is got, it? they've got the uh, formula the for, uh, by being yourself and being original and <laughs> yeah. being oh, true oh, to right, yourself. Right. I misunderstood that. I'm just yeah. saying, those waxless guys. man. That's the whole waxless like mindset right man, there. he... He's very much himself. Yeah. Did you see the, the Flow State documentary? That yeah. was cool. I like seeing those guys in that, too. That was really, really inspiring. It was so... Uh, oh, it was so uh, cool was, when, when Finky said, it's like... Uh, strapping a camera onto a Ferrari and flying yes. it or something like that. I was just it's like, a great description. Mm-hmm. It's a great description. Perfect analogy. <clears throat> All right. Waxless whips was a cool thing that mm-hmm. I started. I'm sorry. Was this the time to, to drop that in at the end there? Oh. I know we're, we're like, oh, we're done. Oh, there's more questions. Sorry. <laughs> Three more. All right. Real, real fast. Okay. <laughs> Rapid fire. So um, worst place you've ever crashed on top of a moving car. Next question. All right. A person you'd let fly your favorite quad. <laughs> uh, Brian Jones. Cool. Dogs or cats? <laughs> Dogs. All right. And then uh, who do you think I should interview next? Brian Jones. Okay. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't do it for all the answers. Sorry. Uh, let's see. I want to see you interview. Hmm. Has to be something you haven't done yet. I like who you've done already so far. Did you, uh, did you like 3D Jack? That might be cool. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. I think- yeah. Jack Higgins, man. I'm going to do 3D Jack. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna real obscure. Just that's the guy I want to hear you interview. Next. I would yeah. love to, man. I've flown. You did Daddy Loves Quads already? Yeah, I, I've. They're like in the same boat, right? Yeah, I've flown a lot of his uh, uh, 3D printed frames and some of his. I carbons. love my Dead Bat, man. Yeah, like that's gonna be, when I make a waxless build, it's gonna be based on the Dead Bat frame. I love the way that thing flies. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, so that's kind of part of what I guess was the, the, uh, yeah, that was the last question actually fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead and tell us about, uh, waxless whoops. I got a 3d printer much to my wife's chagrin. Mm -hmm. And, uh, (laughs) finally I was like, how do I be productive with this? took a long time to get up and running. But one of the things I did to tune it, dial it in was, uh, making, canopies for like the top of the whoops the little things you've probably seen them they have the little like they bend back i got it out of a random chat from this guy in england and he was like go for it make whatever you want so i i mean it wasn't special it wasn't his thing i don't think but i just started printing them i was like these are great i put a picture up in one of the groups i think it was the tiny whip brushless group Mm -hmm. so i took a i picked a pretty specific lane and said let me just put something up here i said if anybody wants one send me an email and I'll mail you one. I'll see if it makes it to you. I'll put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it. They're small, whatever. I was like, this makes my life a little better because they bounce around better now. That holds the camera nice. And you can you can like stick a hole in it and put the uh, the the VTX antenna wire through it. Yeah. And it holds it nice. And it's better for turtle mode. Like it bounces a little bit more. It's great. Mm-hmm. So it's a small upgrade. And they don't crack like the goober ones do. Yeah. Um, when you send it as hard as I do. So... <laughs> 
uh, I said, hey, this is a cool upgrade. If anybody wants one, send me an email. Give me your address. I'll mail them out. So I mailed out like 20 on like the day before Christmas. And it made it all around the country. There's like 15, 20 people out there who have them. And uh, now some people came back and wanted more. So now I'm actually trying to design. I learned how to 3D model. And now I'm actually working on my own designs of canopies mm. and stuff like that. So, But I wanted to just give back to people. I said, hey, this doesn't cost me anything but a stamp and an envelope and a couple minutes of my time. And I feel like that's, you know, people are worth that to me. If you've expressed enough interest to, interest to want something that I'm making, because you also think it would be fun, then, hey, um, let's be friends. And, you know, yeah. whatever go whatever we come up with down the line, let's just, just bring people in to the, to the crew. We're all going to move forward together, man. That's all. It's a big family. I love it. It's cool. Love what you're doing too, man. I love this podcast. I love listening to it. It's 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 an honor to be on it, man. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. I feel like, yeah, man. Thank you for everything, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if anybody wants a canopy, email me, waxlesswhoops at gmail. <laughs> I'll send you one. And if they want to talk to you, they're getting in your DMs, right? Yeah, absolutely. On the, on the Instagram. Yeah, yep. they can DM me. I'll pass it along. I think the it's real. at Quadverse, right? Yeah, yeah, just at Quadverse. I think it's real easy to um to find you on Facebook too, Waxus Whoops. Yep, your yep. Facebook community is pretty. It's grown. I don't know. It's it's pretty, pretty out there, cool, man. Man, yeah. Thank you. I, it's cool to see. I never. I'm never trying to get anything. I'm never trying to be anything. I'm not. I'm never trying to like gain any notoriety. I just want to help people not, you know, make the same mistakes I did. That's what it all comes down to. All right. Well, on that note, man, um, we usually wrap it up with this question. What do you want people to remember about Waxless? Hmm. I think I even already said it before. I just want people to feel special. I want mm-hmm. them to think that uh, I want them to think that they're important because I do believe they are. I genuinely believe that every person is important in their own way. Yeah. And I want them to never forget that about themselves. So Dude. go be you and, and don't apologize for it. <laughs> I mean, that's a very deep, that's a very deep thought. I hope people understand what you're saying there. I do, man. I do. I, um, I, Thanks, man. I used to see this homeless guy outside my window on Capitol Hill every day and he would come to this park and he would pick up all the trash and throw it away every single day. I'm actually touched a little bit by that. Just that story. Just hearing that, man. But he, that's like, you that's know, a good heart he was, right there. He was homeless. He, he could have, you know, he could have had a victim mentality. He could have, uh, he could have, yeah. you know not, you know, not done any, anything, you know, for, you know, for all that he's been through, you know, and to be homeless, but he did it every single day. And then one day after months of watching him, I went down and I, uh, I asked if he wanted to have lunch with me. I gave him half my lunch Yo. and he told me that this was going to be his last day in the park because he had gotten a job. No way. And then he asked me, are you that guy that watches me up in that window every day? He's like, I always thought about waving to you, man. And I was like, yeah, I really admire. I've always admired what you do. And he goes, yeah, I, I knew that, man. I could tell. I could tell we were friends. And I was just like, wow. Yo, that's how you end a podcast right there, bro. Yeah. That's an amazing story. Yeah, I always I wonder. I love that. I always wonder what and you got to, to actually talk to him. Mm-hmm. The fact that you went down there. What led you to go have lunch with him? Well, I mean, the work that I was doing in Washington, D.C. was based on volunteerism and like reaching out, you know, to help the world. So, I mean, I was in that mind frame already. That's so cool. Yeah. But I mean, like that day you went and had lunch with him that day and mm-hmm. that was the last day. How cool is that? And it was How literally the, the last out, I man. ever saw, man. It was, but it was cool. That's so cool, man. Rick Rubin had a cool thing that he said that like the universe is always pushing these ideas out and it's just looking for the right vessel. And if if you have an idea and then you push that idea out, if for some reason you have this idea and you just like forget about it, 
it moves on to another person. You just don't get to be the vessel that it that realizes through. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's a cool way to look at it, man. That's pretty, pretty wild, but man, that's cool. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, keep being a vessel. Dude, I, guess. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Keep being a vessel. That's, that's a good way to look at it, man. All awesome. Right. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you yeah, man. for sharing all your Thanks insights for... and all your ideas and inspiring us. And I can't wait to see what comes out of the help desk, man. It's going to be cool. Yeah. FPVhelpdesk.com, man. I bought the website. I should, uh, we'll see what happens. All right, man. No pressure. <laughs> Just cool, get man. it done, man. Yeah, we'll no be, pressure. we'll be there for it. Uh, thanks man. I'm gonna make a video to show people how to do the, uh, the on-screen display, uh, beta flight rates adjustments on the fly, man. Cool. See. Well, that'll be a good place to start. All right, man. Well, thank you <laughs> Thanks, again. man. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Thank you for being part of the Quadverse this month. Remember to check out our Instagram at Quadverse. We're building a monthly podcast, but more importantly, a community for micro pilots to connect and learn about this amazing hobby.